All right, hi, hi, Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. I am sitting here recording this with my face in a clay mask. It's probably going to dry soon, and so hopefully I'll be able to still use my mouth. But I am so busy today. I've been so busy over the past couple days, weeks. Um, I'm moving on Saturday this week, and so obviously there's just been a ton to do. I have a date tonight. I have a couple other dates this week. I've had multiple dates last week, and that's what I want to talk to you about because I, I, not that again, I I guess I'm like talking about this, like dating's brand new to me and that's not exactly the truth. Like I'm 36 years old, like I've had relationships and I've met men and all these kinds of things, but I don't know, dating and intentionally dating the way that I'm doing now feels so new and so different and scary and uncomfortable while also good and aligned and excited. And like, I'm excited about it. And I know that not all of you are single and some of you will benefit from this episode more than others. Well, at the same time, I feel like what I want to share with you, I mean, these things feel like lessons for every area of your life, including business. And so, uh, you know, based on my minimal experience, I want to talk to you a little bit about like what I've learned when it comes to embracing the you're fucking welcome attitude in the dating context. And again, things I've kind of like opened up my eyes to and I've learned over going, you know, on a couple dates over the past couple weeks and months. And, you know, I know that a lot of you, not a lot of you, but I know that I have some of you who follow me that are maybe relationship experts or dating experts, or you're listening to me like single. And I just want to say to be clear that like, I'm very well aware that I am not an expert on this. Like this is not my, you know, expertise at all. While at the same time, I feel like learning and going through this process, right, like there's there's often no better teacher than somebody who's like doing it in the moment. And so, you know, that feels different than like the person who's trying to make their first dollar swearing to everybody else that they can help them make money, right? Obviously, that feels a little bit different. But me going through this, owning the fact that, again, I'm not an expert at this. I'm not selling you on my dating program or anything like that. But I am kind of sharing with you again in the moment and in the in the thick of it, what's really occurring for me, coming up for me. And again, hopefully as a means to help you and as always, you put it through your filter and you decide what gets to be true for you. But after a couple dates last week, and it's it's funny, I mean, not that I think anyone's like these men specifically, like many of them are going to listen to my podcast. It's also funny me talking about like, I don't know, multiple dates last week, but oh, newsflash, whatever. I'm going on multiple dates. But I feel like, again, I feel like I'm stepping into more of a place of certainty and, and these lessons like each and every time I go on one and more and more of it becomes funny to me in terms of, like I've said to you many, so many times before, like all of this is the same, same shit, right? Like so much of what I know in business gets to now be applied to other areas of life. And again, there are these light bulbs that could kind of like keep shining on me. And so the first thing that I want to say is that I want to remind you that there are no fucking rules. Okay. There are no rules. I know that so many of us, especially as women, have been sold so many rules or been taught so many rules about how we have to, you know, this person has to pick you up or they have to text first or this, that, the other thing. Like there are so many unwritten, well written, but like unkind of like spoken about rules when it comes to dating. And I think that so many of us 
consciously or not, go into new situations feeling as though we have to do things to a certain formula. We have to be a certain way. We have to, like, I caught myself, like, I, I always remember Matthew Hussey. Again, I've, I've always just enjoyed Matthew Hussey's content, dating or not. But like, I've always heard him talk about how, like, important it is to, like, offer to pay the check, right, for the woman. And, like, of course, like, you're kind of hoping for that person to not actually accept it, but you should offer. And I think that's valid. I think that that's like, I don't know, a, a kind whatever thing to do. But I also feel very clearly that like I should be treated on a first date. And so I've caught myself over the past couple dates, like reaching for my, like my wallet, reaching for my purse, whatever, to be kind of like polite or to do what I think I'm supposed to do. And I've been, you know, shut down in, in terms of paying each time. But like, I've kind of was like going to go to offer to pay for half, whatever. And it's just, it's so funny to watch myself do it because it's so inauthentic. And I don't fucking want to be inauthentic. Like, I don't want to pretend to want to pay half. I don't want to pretend that I think that reaching for my wallet is a good idea. And so I just like caught myself the last time I did it. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Like, it's not who, it's not what I want. It's not who I am. But I have this again, like this rule in my head that I didn't even realize was there that I should do this. Fuck that. It's the same thing again. Now, when I think back on business, oh, I should sell high end or I should sell sales calls because that's what everybody else is doing or that's what you're told to do. And I've been able to very clearly navigate that in terms of like, well, no, but like, that's not me. That's not what I want to do. Like, I wouldn't do that because it's not authentic or genuine to me. And so this gets to be exactly the same thing. And similarly, in terms of rules, the other thing that came up for me was uh, one of the men that I've been talking to more than others. Uh, we've talked about everything, right? Like everything from, you know, all the things you're not supposed to talk about, politics to exes, all these kinds of things. And we were talking about something uh, on our date last week. And I just caught myself, like, again, laughing in the sense of like, why would I ever go into a date or any situation telling myself that any area of conversation was off the table? Or that we shouldn't talk about this or it's too early for that. Like, that's not who I am. Like, I want to talk about all the things all the time. The the dirtier, the better. Like, the more in it, the nittier, like, meaning dirty. Well, we can talk dirty too. But I mean, like, the dirty, like, deep down secrets, all that kind of stuff. Like, I like talking about all those things. And that doesn't mean that I'm sitting there on a date, like, crying my eyes out and sharing, you know, my, my most horrific trauma. But what I mean is, like, having an intelligent conversation with an intelligent man about things that we're not, quote, unquote, supposed to talk about, I'm perfectly fine with that. So why would I ever tell myself that I shouldn't do that, especially for the sake of wanting to be liked or wanting to be wanted, because I wouldn't want to be liked or wanted by somebody I can't be myself with, right? And so again, those are just two examples for me of like the ways in which I caught myself. And it wasn't, again, super conscious. It's not as though I was like literally like making sure that I was adhering to rules going into dates, but it was just these things that were in the back of my mind that I didn't even realize were there that I was catching myself doing that I was like, no, fuck this. Like that's, that's not who I am. That's not aligned with who I am. And so I'm going to choose otherwise and I'm going to choose how I would actually operate and navigate in any area of life or business. I'm not going to change myself because of the fact that I'm on a date, right? And so again, for me, that goes so back to like the whole you're fucking welcome concept to begin with, right? Like you're fucking welcome for being me. I'm not going to pretend to be something else. And again, I want to say this again, let's say you're listening to this and you're, sing and you're single, 
So it might not apply to you, especially in terms of dating, right? Or maybe it does. Maybe you're going and getting a second, third, whatever person. Cool by me, right? It's not about just dating. It's about every area of your life where you are telling yourself these rules that don't have to necessarily exist. I really want you to remember that. The second thing that I want to say is that, you know, I will fully, as I've been open and honest with you before, right, I can fully admit that getting back into dating felt scary. It felt not difficult, but I just, it just felt nerve wracking, especially when I think about the idea of, I don't want to say being rejected because that sounds really pathetic, but like, but also none of us want to be rejected, right? Like that doesn't feel good. None of us want to be rejected in any capacity in any area of our lives. And so, you know, especially the first couple dates, really feeling like like one of the first dates I went on, like I didn't even like the guy. Like I really, like I did not really enjoy the conversation. There was zero chemistry, whatever. And then I texted him, like he didn't text me afterwards. And I was like, I'm just gonna text him the next day. Like even though I, I wouldn't want ideally to text a man like first after a date, but I just like, I just felt like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do that, right, for the sake of it. And I was like, something, I don't remember what I wrote exactly, but something about like had fun last night, whatever. And I never heard back from him. But I didn't care because I, I, I was not interested in this person and I was kind of like pissed off at myself. I'm like, why did I say that I had fun? I didn't even have fun. Like, why did I feel called to say that? And I was so upset that he didn't answer me for a little while there. Again, not even liking this person, but I was just like, I hated the idea that he didn't like me. I hated the idea that I felt in some way rejected. And then again, that was one of the first dates that I went on. So it felt like it was just a little bit more, I was just like, I was very sensitive. Like I was just like, literally like you could say anything to me and I probably would have cried. Like I was just in a very sensitive and raw and vulnerable state. Again, with this, in this new way of intentionally putting myself out there. And after the past couple dates, like there was especially one guy who I did not connect with at all. He was a ni like, nice person, whatever. It was a pleasant conversation, but there was just zero chemistry and I was not interested at all. And it was just so funny for me to be like, why would I ever think that like everybody has to like me? Why would I ever think that like if each and every human being I come across, let alone in the dating landscape, why would I ever think that each and every one of them has to like want to marry me or be in love with me or there's something wrong with me, right? And again, I didn't actually think that it wasn't a conscious thing, but it was kind of this refreshing moment where like, oh, this person didn't like me. I didn't really like him. And like, just like in business, I don't give a fuck. Like, and it's not aggressive. It's not fuck that guy. It's like, we weren't a match. If somebody were to reach out to me and we weren't a good fit to work together, cool. It's totally neutral for me because I am so clear and comfortable and certain in terms of who I am and what I do in the business capacity. And so again, it was just funny for me to reflect on the fact that like, why would I ever treat it differently just because it was a date? Like again, no, of course I'm not for everyone. And that doesn't mean anything bad about me at all, right? It is literally a situation where it is impossible to make everybody happy. And so I'm never in a million years going to even try. And the final thing I want to say to you today, and this could as always be a much longer episode, but I want to keep it shorter for today. The third thing that I want to say is a reminder to you, a reminder to myself that as I've said to you many times before, and I won't stop saying anytime soon, 
that so much of this work that we're all doing, this growth, this you know process of bettering ourselves, it is a practice. It is not something where you are going to read a dating book, read a business book, and now all of a sudden you have all the confidence in the world, you've forgotten all your trauma, you've forgotten all your wounds, you're a picture perfect person now. Like it doesn't work like that. And a couple, it was a couple months ago, I was talking to one of my coaches and I said something like, I don't remember what it was. I said something along the lines of like, well, what if I feel this way on a date? And like, I'm like, I'm worried about that. And she was like, okay, well then if that happens, you go into the bathroom, you talk to your inner child for five minutes, you remind her what is true, and then you come back and you're good. And it was just such a helpful thing for her to say to me because I definitely have this tendency sometimes to be very dramatic when I feel like I've had a quote unquote setback. If I had a like a good date, for example, followed by a bad date, all of a sudden, like my almost natural instinct is to be like, oh God, you fucked it up now. Now you've got to start from scratch and now you've got to like fix yourself and now you've got to hire a different coach and now you've got to, you know, learn all these different things. And I know that that's not actually true, but sometimes it is kind of like my, my way of thinking and kind of where I automatically go when something, when I don't feel as though I've been my best in a situation and it's just so helpful and important and, again, kind of funny to me to keep remembering and keep then witnessing because I'm in action of, like, just how important it is or how – I don't even want to say – like, important isn't even the right word. It's, like, crucial, critical, like, necessary to keep remembering that, like, you keep, get to keep coming back home. You get to keep coming back to, like, what your truth is and one date, one person not liking you, one moment where you feel like you stumbled in whatever capacity, right? Like, you – I don't know. You got nervous. You said something you're embarrassed about, whatever it is, Right you get to still understand that like that's going to happen just like with all of this again money mindset stuff or business stuff i'm always sitting there saying so many of you are trying to you know romanticize this perfect happily ever after and you think you're going to get to this money month and then everything's going to be perfect and it's going to be smooth sailing and it's never going to work like that you're trying to jump 15,000 steps and be a different person tomorrow and you're trying to make yourself wrong for who you are right you don't you're not trying you just are you don't realize that you're doing it whereas the goal is to simply choose and opt and strive to be a little bit better each and every day each and every time each and every date right you're going to keep turning that dial keep turning that dial and then you're going to have a moment where something sucks just like sometimes you're going to have a bad month right but that doesn't mean it's this gloom and doom, you know, oh, here we go again. I'm going to be single forever, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. It is just so much so a practice to keep remembering what your truth is, what you ultimately want, who you are inside, and knowing that for, I feel like it sounds cheesy to say that for the right person, you're going to be perfect because that just sounds a little bit too like happily ever after and like woo-woo. But again, like anyone who I... In my opinion, anyone who deserves like the air that I breathe is willing to be curious versus judgmental. Uh, if you guys have been watching Ted Lasso, uh, the Walt Whitman quote when Ted is uh, playing darts with Rupert, right? He talks about how, you know, people should be curious versus judgmental. So if I were to say something, right, that I feel was judged or I feel maybe shame or embarrassed around, whatever it is, and anybody, right? 
were to, assuming I'm not like hurting somebody, anybody who would opt to judge me for it versus to really see me and maybe ask questions, maybe get curious, have compassion, anyone in any capacity of my life is not then worth the air that I breathe because I want to be around people who are understanding and people who see how complicated and layered the human experience is and how unsimple it is so often and are willing to go deeper, right? And I'm not always perfect at that, but I do my best as well to to see a little bit deeper in people, right? I'm always striving to do that in a better and better a bigger capacity, essentially. And so again, I know that any friend, any team member, any of it is willing to see the same in me. And so it's just a matter of not knowing that one time and everything changes forever. And now you're just cool as a cucumber and you know, you are on top of the world. No, you're going to have your moments where you might feel judged. You're going to have your moments where you might feel triggered. But again, it's just this constant practice to keep coming back and keep remembering what you know is true. And the more that you can remember that this is a practice, again, versus this, this means of fixing yourself, A, I think you become a lot calmer. So naturally, the energy you bring to anything that you do ultimately gets better. But you wind up a lot saner and more happy. And just like I've said a million times to you, like that's so important to me that you're giving yourself that. Like we, you know, I know we focus a lot on money and business on this podcast or in my business in general. And not that there's anything wrong with that. But at the end of the day, like what's way more important for me, like as a human and also in the way that I'm sharing with you for you, I want you to be fucking happy. I want you to be happy. I don't want you to make yourself miserable believing that you have to be somebody else or do something else in order to be right or worthy of love or to fix yourself, any of those kinds of things. Like you are worthy right in this moment, right? You are worthy of everything that you want. And the practice of remembering that and knowing that and choosing that is the most important thing that you can possibly do. And it's not something, again, that will be done one time. It's something that you're going to have to remember over and over and over again and come back to over and over again. And if we can just let that be okay, we wind up eliminating a lot of the torture in all of our lives. And uh, I know, trust me, I know from experience that uh, torturing ourselves is probably the I don't know, the the biggest background music of our lives, right? Like it's the thing that is always happening. I think especially for women, we're not thin enough. We're not this enough, right? And it's it's constant and it's it's torture. It is actually torture. And the more that you can free yourself of that, like that, it feels so important to me. And so I want to remind you of that, that again, this is not about fixing yourself. It's not about you know, getting to some imaginary peak that doesn't exist anyway. It's simply about choosing to be better each and every day, being okay when you have a moment. And if you have to go to the bathroom and, you know, parent your inner child for five minutes to get back into a good energy, that's what you have to do. And it's not a big deal. It's not dramatic. It's not, you didn't fail, right? There's nothing negative about it. We just keep on moving. And I just want you to embrace that so much. And I I want myself to embrace it. It's something that I'm reminding myself of over and over and over again. Um, Because I certainly don't have it all figured out, but I'm choosing to practice again, what I know and be anchored in my truth as much as humanly possible, even if it's been uncomfortable and scary and difficult at times, right? 
I have lots more to say, again, especially in the area of dating, but I'm going to wrap that up here. If you have any specific questions, if you would want to hear me cover something, like tell me, like I'm really open. I want to hear those things. I feel like I've been a little bit inactive, especially on social media over the past couple, I guess the past month, like just between traveling and then kind of like going into this move. I have a lot of shit, guys. <laughs> so there's been a lot of packing. There's been a lot going on, but um, I'm eager to get back in it with you and to just be a little bit more active. And so I say that because if you have a question, if you want to chat about something specific, you know, let me know because I want to cover all the things that you want to hear. Okay. I hope this is helpful. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.